end of World War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Agent Conan, an unsuspecting population, prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Age of Conan Magnetic. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to those channels. This is episode 71 of Channel Massive. Woo-hoo! We are recording on Thursday, December 11th, 2008. Whoa. Indeed. We are, restore- we are recording in quadraphonic sound. From the future. The latest and greatest 8-track tape technology. <laughs> At some point through this podcast, you will need to flip over your... Whatever you're listening to. <laughs> flip your mouse over. Yeah, flip your flip mouse your over. Flip your over. <laughs> but it'll all be for the best. Well, because it will continue your adventure with us, which will include what we're playing. Woo! We also have a couple emails and the first Og Vorbis contribution. <laughs> Thank you Chris so the much. Unspeakable. <laughs> we will not speak <laughs> My dreams have been fulfilled. Yeah. <laughs> I knew if I kept asking, somebody would come through for us. That's right. Do we have massive mess of an opinion this week, Jason? Uh, no, but I would like to discuss one of the blog posts that was posted earlier in the week by uh, one of our <laughs> listeners, Julian. Excellent. All right. So that great. will replace our massive mess of an opinion this week. Or Julian of an opinion. I, I guess you could say that, yes. After that, we will have Twig. Twig. And stay tuned, because something from the Twig has morphed into the Blogosteria. Blogosteria! Or Twigosteria, Blago. Twigosteria. <laughs> Blago Twiggeria. Twigosteria? It doesn't go very well. <laughs> you guys are confusing me. If you have anything that you want to say to us, we recommend you use email. No, we don't want to hear it. <laughs> send us, we have no interest in your opinion send us your email send us this or that your love letters your love letters your thoughts whatever you'd like if you have an RSS feed that contains all of your thoughts just let us know we'll aggregate it into Jason's mind directly <laughs> using the latest and greatest technology <laughs> using that cyber implant you uh, maliciously and secretly we've, we've mind stapled him due to atrocities he committed as governor of Channel Massive <laughs> right and you can do all this at mail, M-A-I-L, at channelmassive.com. You can, you also, can also send us an audio rant via channel.massive.skype. Or send us a... Or you can send us an MP3 wave file, Ogvorbis. Yes. Because now we have set the standard for, for you know accepting Ogvorbis files. Yes. It's mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. That's right. And any nudie pictures you have of yourself, just send them over to male at channelmassive.com. This is true. Go straight to Jim. (laughs) And he wants them. 
Yes. Yeah, J- even though Jim's not with us, he still wants all the nudie pictures. And especially like you interacting with barnyard animals. <laughs> He's kind of into that, too. Let's yeah. get into what we're playing. I don't want to hear anymore. <laughs> Sometimes he likes to see people in Bermudas. With a moo-moo here. And a moo-moo there. <laughs> <laughs> pinch a squeal, pinch a squeal. Here's a little... <laughs> Here's a little bat-bat. <laughs> How many real hip-hop is in the place right about now? Before we go into what we're playing, we've intercepted a brief clip of Jim interacting with his email. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's how I like it, you filthy little animals. Yes. Yeah, stick it right there. Oh, yeah. And that's about all we have. That's pretty sick, man. Yeah. Well, you know, he's a busy guy. It's no wonder why he different left the show. Stro- <laughs> yeah, different strokes for different folks. So he's got speak. a full night schedule. <laughs> <laughs> so, what have we been playing? I don't know. On that note, I don't know. I don't know if I want to get into what I've been playing. <laughs> it's too I'm personal, too for Jason. What have you been playing, Disturbed One? Uh, not much. I played Warhammer for a little bit. Uh, man, still. Trying to level up my mages, but man, it's just getting harder and harder to do because he's so freaking squishy. Are you doing like me with my bright wizard and specking him out for max damage and <laughs> well, minimal survivability yeah, and then going, pretty why much. am I so squishy? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I th- that could be my problem right there. <laughs> That's exactly what I did. Uh, I don't know. I just, gosh, I, he, he's got so many fun things about him, but... Man, I I die a lot. I I think there was like the one night I logged on and played, um, I played for about an hour and I got pissed because I died like ten times in a span of like fifteen minutes. I think. Holy crap! It, it was horrible. It was horrible. I just had like this long streak of deaths, whether it was from you know PvP or PVE. <laughs> you were just a dead I was man getting walking. in on both sides. Let's wow. just say that. Much like Jim with his... True. <laughs> uh, console gaming-wise, don't ask me why, why I did this, but I picked up Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Oh, I know why you did it, because it freaking rocks. It is. It's why. a fun game, and you know what? I don't know why, because every time I play it at, at, you know, whenever we get together sometimes, we, we end up playing Moon Knight, it. didn't you? No, I didn't play Moon Knight. I know your I know your obsession with Moon Knight, Mark. I, I don't have the same obsession. I'm my sorry. son can say Moon now. It's only a matter of time before he says <laughs> the other half. M-O-N spells Moon. Um, moon. Moon. So, uh, yeah, I loaded that up. I, I've been playing the hell out of it. And I actually, I, I really like it. I, I, think, I th- think I like this game better when you're not playing it with other people. I enjoy it solo. Oddly enough, yeah. I, I enjoy it solo. Well, it's um, less micromanagement that you have to worry about. Everybody's stopping true. the game. It's true. That, and that does annoy me quite a bit whenever we get together. Plus, I take all it. the money. Yeah, plus Mark's one of those guys. <laughs> yes. who, whenever you pop open, you know, you can break <laughs> open those, uh, you know, vases and, and chests and things like that. And whenever you do that, Mark's always the first one. He, he doesn't care. He waits for you to, to bust them open. And then he, he runs right over to the coins and steals all your money. <laughs> Here's a console Every gaming co-op time. trick. 
Always maximize your speed set first so that you can take all the money. <laughs> you can worry about other things exactly. later. Exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, this was like the first time I had all the money to myself for a change. And I, I've been playing like a group of uh, like Iron Man. I think I have Iron Man, Hulk, Human Torch, and Wolverine in my group. You know, kind of a mix Not of bad. Yeah. melee tanking and, and some... Range stuff. So is it going by faster playing it by yourself? Yeah, it is. I'm. Have you passed? Did you get to Murder World yet? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I've passed all that already. I'm, I'm into. I'm into Asgard now. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Good. So that's that's pretty cool. Nice. Actually, I think I just finished that, and I'm in. I'm I'm. I, but I haven't played any since you know since I finished that. My so fa- my favorite, absolute favorite level is Hell. That is, and it's pretty tough. Yeah, that is. It's a tough. It's a tough zone overall. I think one of the annoying things that I found was the little like your party will fall into the lava or yeah. jump off bridges, so you end up Sometimes having to open up a portal and then revive your t- wait to revive yeah. your team just because some you know you're you're trucking along and then Wolverine decides to leap off the the bridge and no flames. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Like you freaking idiot. Do you like the demons that jump on your back and that annoys the hell you? out of me? Yeah, <laughs> annoys the hell out of me to no end. You know, when you play Moon Knight, you don't have to worry about those. <laughs> Everything's better with Moon Knight, according to Mark. Yeah. So anyway, I've been getting into that. I'll probably try to just play it all the way through because I've I've never got all the way through that game before. So I'll, I'll probably end up doing that at least once. Um, played a little Rock Band two on Xbox Live the other day. Um. Everybody wants to be my friend now. That every time, whenever I log on and, and play with them, they see platinum. my they see my platinum mic, and they're all, "Oh my God, he's got a platinum microphone! <laughs> he must be a god!" <laughs> and I am, but <laughs> <laughs> and modest too. Uh, so yeah, it, it's 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 kind of funny how many new friend requests you get whenever you start playing with people with the platinum microphone. I found. I want to get the chrome microphone that Jonathan Davis from Corn has. That is the coolest Sweet. thing ever. Designed by H.R. Geiger. And it's this, like, Is it woman. all twisted? No, it's this, like, really, like, freakishly long woman, nude woman, mm-hmm. with their art back arts holding the microphone for him like this. And then it's like a microphone stand thing. It's like the coolest Mark is arching thing. his back and thrusting in, his breasts in, in, out. In, in <laughs> ecstasy. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of creepy, Mark. Yeah. Like, so speaking of that... I could do that later. Speaking of like creepiness, what, what have you been playing? Um, I've been creepily playing... Um, I've been playing Wrath of the Lich King, uh, working through that. Um, gosh, I got two levels during the last week, so I'm... So you're not level 80 yet? Not level 80, but getting there. Um... Just You're having just a really not good time. Hard enough. My buddy Phil hit eighty, though. So oh, of course, uh, man! I knew that. Was I haven't happen. heard of his him, his adventures in a long time. Yeah, so he's the angry PvP druid. Um, I've been playing Warhammer a little bit by myself and, and a lot with with you guys, and uh, had a really fun time. But I'll wait for Noah's turn to talk about that further. But just had a really good time playing Warhammer. Excellent. Yeah, really. I'm looking forward to the patch that came out today to try that out tonight. Yeah, they've got a lot of new additions. They've kind of made the public quest a little bit easier to complete yeah, if I you're want, in a smaller party or by yourself. I want to see the rewards system for the RVR. That sounds pretty neat. Yeah, that. Of course, they admitted basically that the contribution system was fucked up. 
They obviously. said m- more sets, so I want to see the sets. Yeah, the sets were. That should be cool. You know that that sounds pretty sweet. Um, Lots of cool new changes coming down the pipe there. Yeah. Nope. I didn't play any console stuff. I oh, <laughs> I have beaten vector. Um, Tower vector Tower, Tower defense. defense. I have beaten is every single madness, map. Is the madness over? Totally, there is no, no challenge left in that for me. So you must have been secretly playing it because you haven't mentioned. I it. have been secretly playing it, working on the ultimate algorithm for the build order, <laughs> and I have found it. And so, like, once I got one map, well, I'd, I'd had a couple maps, but they were easy. But once I got one of the harder ones with the new algorithm that I use, I found that they all fell easily to me. So. When Mark says algorithm, he means cheating, by the way. <laughs> mm, no. No cheating. Not Never in a single-player game. There's no fun in that. But uh, anyway, yeah, so I, <laughs> I had a lot of fun Unless there. you're obsessing over it for months, then you just want to finish it. Well, I'll demonstrate for you guys if you have an hour to watch it. No, it that's takes quite a while. Right. <laughs> oh, to gosh. do 50 levels. but We'll, I, we'll take I your it. word for it. Yeah, I should take a screenshot, but anyway. Noah, how about you? Let's see. I finally got Xbox Live, which I'm really excited about. Oh, my freaking God. Oh, we've Yay. moved on now. <laughs> yeah, we're not doing that anymore. Oh, I don't care. I didn't do it for you. <laughs> 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 and I was actually a little intimidated what it was going to be like, because I've heard so many stories about really obnoxious people. Did the online there predators get you and offer you candy? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I seem to find an endless amount of folks with Southern accents. It seems to be the only people who play when I play <laughs> are folks with Southern accents. I'm like, wow, they're all from the so South. So what does that say about you? Noah. Maybe they're just naturally attracted to dudes with neck beards. <laughs> Maybe. And they can feel it through the... But uh, since I was worried about playing Left 4 Dead being too stressful, you know, playing content that I hadn't seen before with angry 13-year-old children yelling at me about, no, 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 was just I had the worst in mind. I just played Uno hmm. quite a bit. And Uno's really fun. So, so Noah, you get Xbox Live and you choose to play Uno. And you that was my me, starter experience. You mocked me for Dr. Mario on the, on the Wii. I mocked you because that's, you bought a virtual console title before you bought a retail title. Yeah. But at least I didn't play fucking Uno. <laughs> it's all the same it's a puzzle just game joking. anyways the oh, yeah. non-shockingly there were some very offensive people there as well but i didn't really care just played was it jason left. you can tell us no no because I, I don't even know who he is i don't have his i don't have his handle He's or not anything stalking me yet. No. <laughs> hey i have a chrome microphone what are you wearing that's right but i did play i did end up playing actually left for dead last night oh how was that it was really fun. In co-op mode? Mm, in competitive mode, actually. Or competitive mode. Oh, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and basically... So you got to play the zombies? Did you play the zombies or the But it humans? does have co-op mode, Well, right? the way that it works is you alternate back and forth. Yeah, there ah, is a co-op mode. Yeah. Um, and I, I've played that just locally with my friend. But the way that online versus works is you get split up into four teams, and you can choose whether you want to start out as a zombie or a human. And then since each overall mission is split up in about four or five pieces basically if first piece you're a zombie then the second piece will be humans and so on and so forth and just goes mm. back and forth that's cool and if you're able to take out a member of the humans completely while you're a zombie you get a lot of points as i found out on the losing side and it was kind of lame because everybody that i was playing with they were all friends with each other and they were talking about hey do you call such and such blah blah i gotta go guys i'm gonna have to sign off and <laughs> And one signed I'm off, and they all signed off, and so it was just key. me versus four other people who were playing the zombies that were really good. I'm like, screw this. I had one person left, one computer-controlled character. I'm like, I'm not playing this by myself. 
So I totally threw myself into the zombie pile. Oh. Love fest, and then I logged off. <laughs> they had some sweet, sweet zombie love on Noah's dead corpse. Yeah. That's pretty sick, man. Mm. Plain as the zombies is. I call eye socket. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> the plain as the zombies. Is I call either. pelvic bone. Pelvic <laughs> bone. <laughs> 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 we could use it as a wishbone and see whoever gets the big part wins. Playing as zombies is really fun because you usually actually spawn right next to the humans, but you're not officially spawned. And then you can run up ahead of them as far as you want and hide behind a corner or something and set yourself up to totally ambush them. You can also climb up on top of buildings, climb up sides of buildings that humans obviously can't go up because they don't have the claws, and really just spook them out. It's great. It's a lot of fun. That's cool. Cool. I also played Fable 2, which is surprisingly addictive for as slow-paced and as... Mellow as it is, it's a really beautiful game. Great music. Would you say it's like twice the game Fable One was, or <laughs> I'd say well, it's a lot. Well, like it is Fable, Fable Two. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Fable One was kind of anticlimactic, and I think this it one was has weak. A lot. I'm sorry, but that I game like was so overhyped. Yeah, I didn't play it that yeah, much it was, after my first. That's experience. a Peter Molyneux thing, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's the only thing that stopped me from trying Fable 2 is because that was such a disappointment for me. Across the board, Fable 2 has gotten stellar reviews, and pretty much the consensus is it's much better than Fable 1 and improves a lot of things. And playing it, I do like it quite a bit. It's it's immediately more addictive, but it still feels quite the same. The thing about Fable 1 that I liked was the whole um, where you catch the guy the guy cheating on his wife, mm-hmm. and that's a big like alignment issue. I yeah, and there's was, a lot of those that was really little funny. bits, and they constantly just throw options at you, oh, help this guy or help this guy, and it's obviously very black and white right now. I'm hoping that it gets a little bit more complicated. Did you- also, huh? Oh, no, never mind. Okay. I had to play another cheerleading game, and it was not nearly as cool oh, as the first one. M-F-G. It really sucked. <laughs> and I had to spend a lot of hours in it to review it, and then I wrote a really long review about it, so if you really want to know about it, go to nintendo.com, and you can read the review there. I don't really want to rehash it. Yeah, that's fine. Please don't. <laughs> also, you know, if you need a partner, my Latin cheerleading skills are just dying to be. Yeah, I know. You are really sure with these kind of games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll tell you more about it after the show, Mark. Because yeah, know. we'll need some, we'll need some time <laughs> together for that. And have a, I'll show you my tower defense algorithm. Cheerumference. Cheer. We'll have well, a speaking cheer- of tower defense, I played a DS tower defense game called Ninja Town. That's based yeah, on you just did that. Really good, a lot of fun, very addictive. I could not stop playing it over the weekend. And I played Warhammer on Monday, and it was really fun. I love playing that game. Yeah, because you're a PvP guy now. Yeah, I think about it. I'm like, I, I think that's what I really like about it. Is you I like killing this, people. Yeah, it's like, again. PvP game. <laughs> well, and it's like, you don't have to worry about all the stupid lore that justifies right. stupid objectives. It's just like, here's your stupid objective. Just do it. Just kill people or win points. And it just makes it fun because you don't have to feel guilty about it and you gain experience points and it just gets rid of a lot of the tedious stuff. And it makes me think maybe it is worth doing those stupid grindy missions that MMOs are really about so that I can become the ultimate player killer in the scenarios. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that's like part of the the carrot in front of you now. It's like, well, maybe I should Marcus, we've created a monster, I'm afraid. (laughs) Oh, he was, it was funny because we lost like, the first six in a row. Oh, really? Horribly. Yeah. And then we had this one that was like the closest one ever, I think. Uh-huh. It's, it was like so even. It was just insane. 
It was great. And then we won. And I was kicking ass in that one. And then you yeah. really kicked ass in the, the one after that. Ah, it was great. And yeah. I love this one where we got our butts kicked, but it was some kind of three control point map. And the other team was just so focused on taking all three that they totally abandoned their original focal point. And I just, I was a totally weak, lame character, as I usually am in these games. And so I just went over there and I just stood there. And I, I told Mark, I'm like, I'm taking the other flag. Yeah. I'm like, they may be winning in like two minutes, but I'm going to take this last flag for the day. And they didn't even come. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It's funny, I didn't have to even do anything. And then as soon as it was ours, then I immediately jumped down a hole to run away. <laughs> that, it was that, very stealth. They never what, saw me. What's that one? The Temple of Cain or whatever? The first... Cain's Embrace or Cain's whatever? Embra- the first no, that's tier the one. one where it's the tier one the, um, where it, elf one. Yeah, and it's those the two, two... altars. The two altars. The altar and, and, altar and when, the two... When one side controls them both and I, it blows up and... Yeah, I used sweet. to hate it until our epic fest we had yeah. and now i love that map because we it's were we figured it out and like the group we were playing with figured it out and we we were jamming I, they were pretty decent for a yeah. change it was nice to actually have a a team that had some type of balance compared to the other one yeah it was like that was really fun that map's only fun when you win no we were Ever. losing at first and it was, it was even still fun, fun. <laughs> but we figured it out Cause it was just funny because it's i mean you know, it's kind of dumb but it's funny yeah it was really funny to watch watch the explosion <laughs> oh no <laughs> like you know this is gonna happen there's a countdown <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah. 72 point dot pitch font that says you're gonna be screwed shortly run <laughs> you know <laughs> so, now you die you see the little elf flying over your head with its little lion somewhere else behind it you know it's beautiful yeah and it just that game by doing those scenarios it really it really psychologically trains you to loathe the other side yeah we were because there's just oh, Noah yeah. hates the witch hunter I hate witch hunters you hate witch hunters I, I don't really like any of them I'm like they all suck. <laughs> they all suck. There's a stupid old lions or the monk-like character the monk with the scepter are, thing. They are the most frustrating. Oh. The warrior priests, they are so yeah. frustrating because you think you'll have them dead and then boom, they pop a heal off and they're not dead. Yeah, and that was our biggest challenge was that the other teams kept healing themselves. Yeah. They and actually, a lot of yeah, them imagine sessions. that. I tried to heal, but it's just hard. It got better as we went on yeah. through the evening. Yeah. It was nice. Yeah, I so actually, if we have any listeners, it seems that we have a lot of listeners that are into Lotro <laughs> and Warcraft. But if there are any of you who are still playing Warhammer, we would love for you to join us. I can't remember what. Well, nobody plays on. Warhammer anymore. What are you it's talking so about? It's so not cool. Yeah, that's like we might as well be that's playing Age play of Conan. <laughs> that, that's why we play Warhammer because the entire community has moved beyond it. So therefore, it's perfect. It's it's, it's putty in our it's hands. It's just getting better. I mean, it really yeah. is. That patch today, I, I can't wait to try that out. And I just like that it's very accessible and fun for me. And I haven't put in three lifetimes into it like people have done with Warcraft. Yeah. No, I'm not naming anyone in this room. Mark! But <laughs> I'm staring at you. <laughs> no, you are. <laughs> at least with your good eye. <laughs> All right, let's get into some email. And now it's time for M A 
I. I. Oh. Oh. Meal. Meal. <laughs> Sorry, I've kind of passed out there. That's all right. We have a new email from Sophie. From Sweden. Yes. From the Sweden. She talks to us about terrorism. She writes. And the Swedish should know. All about it. <laughs> she has this to say. Sweet. Yes, the terror, as for the terror quest in WoW, I noticed that she had to sap people, and I must say it was a little weird. Not weird in an, oh my god, this is hurting my soul, but weird because <laughs> I didn't think Warcraft would take the game that way. I mean, Warhammer is more that way with the Dark Elf hitting lion cubs and that sort of thing. And but you I've, know how I love hitting lion cubs. Mm, but nice. I've always found that Warcraft was more for children and soft. Did like, you just call Warcraft soft? Yeah, it's sort of <laughs> flaccid. <laughs> so, like, you know, you were undead, but your character looks cute. And the Horde isn't evil evil. Not like Destruction and Warhammer, so I don't know. I don't see anything wrong with the quest, and yeah, maybe you should have a no answer, but I don't really get why. You don't get a no option because my character's in PETA and cannot kill these wolves, but neither. <laughs> that <was laughs> That's <funny>. true. <laughs> I mean, if you were from PETA, wouldn't you get offended that you had to kill like yeah. all these you Yeah, know, you probably couldn't or... play an MMO if you were in PETA. Definitely like if not. you Like, oh, because those zebras are, are just... Yeah, they're like zebras. So they're ubiquitous. killing zebras and taking their hooves Ostriches and stuff like planes that. Walkers yeah. and everything must die. Uh, yeah, but it'd be fine and ethical to kill other human beings. Yes, or even other races in a xenophobic type way. Yes, like That's elves what Warcraft and is all about. Warhammer, xenophobic <laughs> slayers. Paul also wrote us and. I kind of like how Jason labeled this. He says, Paul sounds like a Lotro ad. He does. <laughs> I you the community I'm not sure if you guys Lotro. know, but Lord of the Rings Online is a $9.99 per month sale. $9.99. Which you can sign up for three months before the middle of January. $9.99. I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure it maintains that rate after it runs out. $9.99. Mines of Moriah, or Moria, might be something for you guys to check out if you get sick of Warhammer and World of Warcraft. I'm currently playing World of Warcraft right now, but I've been reading reviews and impressions of Minds of Moriah. They have me thinking I should give Lord of the Rings Online another chance. I haven't decided yet, but I think I may resubscribe in January when there aren't as many new shiny games to play. 9.99. Also, you guys have some pretty awesome musical interludes. You've been turning me on to a lot of great tunes. Keep it up. I'm not sure who to thank, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> it is very arousing, Mark. Yeah, it'd be me. The crazy music Mark's director. in charge of the show tunes Audio here. Incubus. <laughs> <laughs> or Audio Incubus. <laughs> I don't think I... I don't know that that word means what you think that word means. <laughs> Yeah, it does. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't say succubus. Then I know, I know. Chick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> when you're sleeping, <laughs> it's when I strike. <laughs> <laughs> I play sweet music in your ears. <laughs> I play you a lullaby. And then <laughs> when you ravish. <laughs> also, a Reebok shoe. <laughs> I think what's really interesting about our audience is that, I don't know, I don't think a lot of them must have heard 
our brief foray into Lord of the Rings Online. They keep trying to push it on us, don't Yeah, they? we have so many every, supporters. I think every episode, that we have an email from somebody who's like, you got to play some Lord of the Rings, man! Well, it's not just there. It's also on the website. It's in the blog comments. I know, man. Maybe it's just a vocal minority, but... Or maybe Damn, they are vocal. Things are too nice over in Middle Earth, and they want us to come and poo on it. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> maybe they want us to run some more pie quests or something like that, <laughs> which so I good. just... I don't know that I have this... The stamina to pull that off again. Another pie quest. Past yeah, the, uh, I'd rather do the endless set list again than have to run pies <laughs> around. The pie quest was annoying. Hobbiton. But yeah, apparently there's a whole lot more to the game, and and now yeah. with pop culture references. I know. <laughs> yeah. What is with that? Why I would don't you know. dilute the game with that? I don't know. But we did have a really good uh, rant about that that uh, we'll talk about. But before that, we have a new audio submission from yet a new listener. Our Polish friend. Our Polish friend, who we will now dub Chris the Unspeakable. Good day, gentlemen. This is Chris, the best of Polish dude with a surname so complicated that you will not be able to pronounce in your entire life. You may call me Chris the Unspeakable for the time being. Or at least until you learn how to say Grzegorz Grzegorzczykiewicz the Szczebrzeszyna. So how you doing you lazy bastards? I would like to know what rungs in Warhammer all you smart asses are. I say sooner I'll get a new job than you fellas reach to your fall. Oh and by the way, I'd recommend you all live it up fast if you want to prove I'm wrong. Since you were kind enough to tell everyone listening to this cast what I think of my boss. If you want to avoid my wrath, just keep making those casts. Or I might decide to travel to state and ruin your economy this time. Oh wait, it's already in ruin. Damn. No pillaging this time. So I guess I'll just take all your women. Doesn't matter if they're all plastic. Good for shop display. Cheers, mates. Freaking A, Chris. We loved it. Thank you. Thank <laughs> yeah. you so much. That was awesome. Not only did you blast our Warhammer playing skills, but you got around <laughs> to blasting our country's economy and our women. And our women. <laughs> Fuck, great. man. Good job, Chris. I have nothing to say. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I can't really respond to it because it was just he's right on so many levels. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing of beauty. We're impressed. We liked, I like the death metal in the background to yes. black metal. That was yes. awesome. Thank you. I'll, I'll have to uh, surround this segment with even blacker metal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sweet, and we know you will. <laughs> only I, I know your collection. There's only my my crazy European death black whatever symphonic metal <laughs> collection uh yeah that's great well if you really want to screw us over why don't you personally attack our economy some more <laughs> <laughs> it's too late man now that my 401k I don't think you can get any worse i could like cash in my 401k and buy like a loaf of bread at this point <laughs> <laughs> and that stick of gum you've always wanted but you know it's okay because i'm in it for the long run <laughs> <laughs> oh 
I might buy Iceland, though. I understand that their economy is <laughs> even more They're on fucked. the cheap. Yeah, so... Uh, Bjork. I'm, I'm thinking of buying Iceland. Um, if we have any Icelandic viewers, if you could hook me up with, like, the president of your country, um, I'm available next Tuesday to discuss <laughs> to, it. To discuss negotiations. <laughs> Isn't that the guild of... Uh, what is Eve? that space game? Eve? Eve, yeah. yeah. That's where the... You can buy Eve, too. Yeah, then I'll have all the isk in the world. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much, Chris, for sending us your contribution. We hope you send another one in. Yeah, same format. Keep them coming. We love it. Og Vorbis, whatever you want to do. If anybody else wants to contribute an email, mail at channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. Og Vorbis or MP3 or whatever contribution, mail channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. Or if you're Skypey, you can use Skype to send us a voicemail at channel.massive.skype. Channel.massive.sky. Very nice. Or you can call us at 555-555-5555. Oh, no, wait. That doesn't work. Uh, Send us a CD with your recording on it. An 8-track tape. (laughs) (laughs) A phonograph. Perhaps a 72 that you've made with wax. That'd be awesome. Sweet. Yeah. Let's get into talking about Julian's blog. That'll be next. Time for blog chat. Blog chat. Well, uh, that's it has not more really, it's not like a real segment <laughs> name, but <laughs> I, I figured we'd come up with some. We're going to talk about a uh, a blog post that one of our listeners, Julian, posted uh, this week on the site. Um, talks about uh, minds of Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> Moria, sorry. I just like saying Mariah, so I have an excuse like to too. do the high high voice there. Um, talks about uh, how people are going off on some of these pop culture references that are starting to sprout sprout up in Lord of the Rings online, and how uh, there's been a little bit of uh, angst amongst the community because. They basically say that it has no place in the world of Middle Earth, mm, like and teeth gnashing, and yeah, the na- there was gnashing of teeth, gnashing of the teeth. You would say. He mm. says, uh, "What I've come to notice is that this loud minority has a big impact on games over time." Uh, like Channel Massive has pointed out, there used to be a feeling of the unexpected in MMOs. Um, for example, the Ashrans Call Meteor Event, which destroyed a city. Hallowed be thy name. Yes. It <laughs> says, now we all play in almost static worlds where the unexpected is limited to whether or not the great gear at the end of a boss run drops or not. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, I think it's oh great that devs try to incorporate things like the zombie event in World of Warcraft and Easter eggs for the masses, but these ideas seem to get shut down by the little assholes who have had one too many Kool-Aids while camping... While playing the game, and can't stand that they may have to change their play pattern for even a day. 
The fact is, is that these lowlifes have taken the massive out of MMORPG. Gone are the world-ending events, the dev-controlled raids in PvP slash PvE, and it seems now that even Easter eggs are doomed to die. Uh, Just like the nine mortal men. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, you know, we've said this before on the show, it's... You know, it is a shame that we don't see more people, more, more developers who come out with a game like this that, you know, wants to put in the time to do these kind of live events and, yeah, you know, great. just have, like, just random shit happen every once in a while. I mean, you see it every once in a great while. I just think the f- the argument that's the funniest is the whole, I can't do my daily quest because this goddamn zombie event. Oh, boo-hoo. Yeah. It's like, wow, something out of the ordinary has happened to you in this game that's supposed to be all fantastical right, we, and crazy we and, that and, that and different the, from life, but no. Lago Stereo. Yeah, it's like, you know, no, you want to go. Episodes back when, when yeah, that, that all went when, down. It's like, you want to go through your in-game life every day, same as usual? Like, I start out with my latte. You know, Turbine throwing in, you know, stupid little Easter eggs in their game. You know, I guess it's all well and good. I I don't really care about it too much because I don't play it. They're breaking immersion, man. They're breaking immersion. Um, But, you know, I mean, a a diehard fan of World of Warcraft could probably argue the same point, though, and say, oh, there doesn't need to be all this other crap in there. It breaks... You know, it breaks the immersion for me, you know, it's totally they not do. They about totally. the lore, but the problem is that half of the people don't really care about the lore in World of Warcraft anyway, so... I, I think, like, in Lord of the Rings Online, there might be a more hardcore fan base out there as far as the whole, you know, staying true to the canon and and the lore of, of you know, what Tolkien laid out. Yeah. Um, well, aren't there... RP servers and non-RP servers? Oh. Yeah, but I these are sure quests that are, that are having pop culture stuff thrown into them, so it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter what server you're on. It kind of follows that whole we secretly wish we were WoW thing that they yeah. have. Yeah. But I, I can kind of understand that, too. I mean, with like what you're saying, Jason, if there were any game that was all about lore, I would expect it to be Lord of the Rings. Right. Right. So, I, I don't know. I guess I could see... Just the, the that particular fan base in general being a little bit more vocal and and a little bit more cheesed off that you know some of these things might show up in that particular game because you know they're all a lot of them are you know they're all man they're just like Tolkien you know they're the ones who are pissed off because Peter Jackson didn't include every freaking damn little thing in the movies <laughs> yes, you know yeah. seriously any anyone who's critical of Peter Jackson's rendition of the Lord of the Rings should really watch Legend of the Seeker and compare that to the Terry good kind <laughs> of no let's not even go there <laughs> let's not even go there um sorry so yeah I mean I could totally see where he's coming from there some of the things. You know, and again, and this goes back to my my holiday event rant. Yeah, you know, I I think holiday events are pretty much just stupid little jokes, and the developers using an excuse just to, you know, make the fan base feel like they're, you know, giving a damn about the game or whatever when they put up a few decorations. You know, come every holiday, and. And honestly, though, they they never really add anything or, or alter the game whatsoever. But they call them, oh yeah, you know, we we do that. We we change the game up every once in a while. When when in fact they really don't. They just yeah, add just a bunch of crap to it. And it's just 
temporary, superficial, some superficial temporary stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and but they but they claim that they they do. Although some of the stuff you get in WoW for the Headless Horseman quest is badass. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, some of that's, that's pretty like fun. Some cool but rewards for the most part. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's really just a bunch of fluff and jokes and and the notion that holiday events would even you know have any real impact on the game or the community. I think is just stupid. What what would have an impact in World of Warcraft is if somebody took a you know a nuclear bomb and blew up like Stormwind. For an extended period of time, and that, and that or shut be, down, and that'd or, be okay. Or if they did something so dramatic to to the tram system that oh. runs between Ironforge and Stormwind that it would like, you know, make, like make it make some like rift in the space time continuum open up and have them randomly well, you know teleport there's, people. There's to, that place when you go through the tram and you can see the lake, right? If they like would like break the glass and right, flood have it, them get sucked awesome. out there. That would be fucking sweet. And ha- yeah. but, but, but let it be, let it be a random event though. Yeah, like it only happens every once in a while. Fifty chance that you yeah. Get, oh, we you get sucked in there and you have to like fight your way through to get out of it yeah. or something like. Yes, yeah, just shit like that. Warlocks do and stuff would like be happy. that. That would be awesome, but they don't do shit yeah. like that because no, you can't. That'll piss too many people off. Well, what do you guys think? Like going around the table. I mean, are you? Do you agree with Julian on this post about the Lord of the Rings thing? I mean, do you think it's like? I think people will probably take it take it a little bit too seriously, and they. You, you mean know, you think really this should. game is? I kind of think. This but I, 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 I can't. The, my thing is that I do see where they're coming from because. You know, as far as I, I, I could just understand their fan base. I guess yeah, they're probably more hardcore about their lore and and staying true to the story and not having all this kind of stuff in there. I, I, I can see why the community is that way. What do you think, Noah? I think it's a little shark jumping to throw pop culture stuff in there. Kind of a desperate attempt to do something fun, you know, and maybe these people. Maybe these people just need an outlet. The developers need an outlet to express a sense of humor that they don't feel that they can do within the realm of Lord of the Rings Online. And I, I respect that. I understand that. But it, it, perhaps this is an experiment to see if the community would even notice and react now that they know. If the developers don't do it again, I guess that's the lesson learned. <laughs> Wrist slapped. But I also was thinking about it just from the perspective of trying to do something that was a world-changing event. I don't think Lotro really is in a position where you could do that either because it's kind of frozen in time. Yeah, it is during really frozen. the books. So if you're going to do something really dramatic, it, it'd have to be temporary. And so perhaps the pop culture references are another way for them to do something, to get outside of the box a little bit and be creative without having to follow the rules. But... You know that's not that's not what those people are looking for. Yeah, I think I think they want to just be in the world as the who is, is the it the club, head? Yeah, it's for those who want to immerse themselves in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, exactly. Lore. Yeah, I'm I'm with you guys. I I feel like any other game, it's fine. I love the pop culture references, especially like the Star Wars stuff and WoW and all uh, those things are the the Kessel Run that you make on the back of an elephant thing. You know that's hilarious, but. It's like it's Lord of the Rings. I mean, it's it is. You did. You guys did buy into this IP, and if you're you're already bored with your lore, you know, because you're like a frustrated developer, then you need to find another game company to work for or another project to, at um, Turbine. But you shouldn't be 
cheapening the the whole IP with your own yeah. little, little crazy ideas. I, I think that's not what that player base is all about. It's not the place. It's and not if, the time. And if those players want a game with pop culture references, then they should find something else. You know, but yeah, I think I think because there are plenty of places to get it specifically. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you can get it definitely. It's it's wow is riddled with it because it's childish and soft. Yes, just like me. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's what Sophie says. I'm going to go with that. Yep, she knows. <laughs> Now it's time for the weekend game. Uh, looks like uh, French publisher and Atari owner Infogrames has uh, Info. I love. I've always loved Info, Info games. Infograms. Infograms. Games. Grams. Grammys. Whatever. I think of like those like Graham Cracker um, teddy bear. Anyway, <laughs> they've uh, they're planning on acquiring Cryptic uh, Cryptic Studios. Uh, oh. Apparently, uh, they will own Cryptic's uh, intellectual properties, tools, technologies, current projects. Uh, which includes Champions Online. Yeah, I guess that includes Champions and Star, and Star Trek yeah, Online. Which has finally been given a date. Which includes actually Hero Games, right? Because they bought the whole... That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Boodle. Right. And so now we have, a, we have a window for Star Trek Online of 2010... Previous stories about Cryptic's work on Star Trek. Oh, it's coming along so fast because we had all this great software to make games so quickly. Well, not until 2010. <laughs> I think part of that is going to be because they're, they want to... perpetual their, their icy out. grip of death. Yeah, and I think probably has something to do with they want to make sure that it's going to be working on the console... As yeah. well, because they've made promises. They're like, oh, yeah, it's going to come out on console. Well, I'd rather yeah. Champions is supposed games. to come out on consoles as well. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, And then in but, addition to this, they have a third MMO for 2011. I don't know if they want to pull a Funcom where they're like, yeah, we're just going to come out for a console mm-hmm. uh, sometime. Just get your pre-order in, but buy the PC version in the meantime so mm-hmm. we have subscriptions. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's stupid. The whole Atari thing pisses me off, and... Noah could probably speak to this better than any of us, but it's just—it's bullshit. It's not really Atari. No. They, this this company bought the bought the name. The name. Yeah, they just yeah. bought the. There's name. no Atari, and there's also no Activision. I mean, it's yeah, not the it's ones Acta we Blizzard. know. Actard, whatever the fuck it is, it's like <laughs> it's not real. It's like Activision. It's a specter. Yeah, it's, it's a grim specter of a of a of a great thing in the from the past it's gone forever although if you have the name infograms you'd probably want it atari <laughs> we make cinnamon flavored teddy bears in it's games that ridiculous <laughs> armadillo logo of theirs oh the armadillo logo what's yeah. up with that what i thought was really interesting i'm really skeptical about it because i think infograms has made a bunch of crap games and isn't really a great developer but as you know they almost came close to folding and this is the new and improved Atari, I'll just call it Atari because I hate the name Infograms, which is headed up by an old Sony, the head of Sony Online America, Sony America, mm. I think, is but heading it, up Phil Harrison. 
And it's this new and powerful Atari that's being very dun, dun, intelligent dun, and with two buttons on the making controller. all these great decisions <laughs> in the business. But the other company that was going to buy Cryptic was Ubisoft, as it turns out. And Ubisoft apparently just lost it by the skin of their teeth, and they're very disappointed just about it. That much. I wish only because this new Atari really has yet to prove itself as being anything worthwhile. Last thing I can remember coming out from Atari slash Infograms was Godzilla Destroy All Monsters. Ooh, the, that was a kick-ass game. The brawler game on GameCube and stuff, and which they repeated to death. And oh, yeah. Something of the past. But it's but not really... Ubisoft makes really great games, yeah. and they do great marketing. Most recently, it's been the Prince of Persia redo. They've got How many all the Tom Clancy stuff. Prince of Persia. Infinitely. It's a great game. (laughs) Great game. I just think they would have been better suited to take cryptic stuff to the masses. But who knows? Atari, this this Atari is a new Atari. New Atari. May do something impressive. It's not really Atari. It's Infograms that bought it, right? That was like a bad title. Well, they are working on making their name officially Atari. I've been hearing that for like a year now. Oh, so Infogram's going to be Atari? Yeah, totally officially Atari. Oh, that no. is a much better name. Slash. It's still not really Atari. No, it's not. So sad. <laughs> Please move us on, Jason. We're, we're depressed. I might as well just well, get into Atari depress you even more. Uh, we announced, I think we talked about this last week. We talked about NetDragon, who... Uh, was going to develop a Dungeon Keeper MMO for for the Chinese. <laughs> for the Chinese who have no concept of what Dungeon Keeper is. Right. Well, in addition, they are announcing the development of Disney Fantasy Online. Mm, mm, sweet, sweet Disney Fantasy. I'm Minnie Mouse. Sucky, sucky, No. <laughs> well, Ch- the Chinese do have a concept of at least what Disney is because there's a Disney park out there, isn't there? Yeah, I think so. I know there's one in Japan. I'm not sure if there's one in China. I don't know if there's one in China. Maybe there isn't. Maybe there is. I don't know. Who cares? (laughs) They're going to get Disney Fantasy Online. It's probably going to be free. Gamers of Disney Fantasy Online will be immersed in a unique Disney-themed central world created based on themes of magic, adventure, and romance. See? We weren't too far off with the whole fantasy thing there. Hi, I'm Minnie, and I'm wearing a skirt. With non-playing Disney character hosts such as Mickey and friends. <laughs> preparing and training the gamers for the vast adventures that lie ahead. As and gamers behind. explore complete quests and level up, they will have the opportunity to acquire virtual items to personalize the gaming experience and enable them to explore additional worlds more extensively. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Well, they don't need to no do that. No real word yet or whether or not this will come to the U.S. or not. Uh, do you think the Legend of the Seeker content will be in there since it's a Disney uh, <laughs> show? <laughs> no, we oh. won't speak of that any longer. My hunch on this is that it's just going to be a ripoff of Kingdom Hearts just without the Square characters because that's the most popular Disney RPG that's come out in the last six or so years. I'm surprised that it did well, really. And I just have this idea that the visions in their mind is totally Kingdom Hearts ripoff with microtransactions, maybe with a touch of Maple Story. Buy this, buy that, mm-hmm. customize your avatar. Right. Oh, well. Oh, you wanted hair on your avatar? That'll cost you, <laughs> Mr. Big Bucks. Well, that's What's the after way that? of the world. 
Um, hey, you have any idea how many days it's been since uh, people who worked for Cheyenne uh, Mountain? How about enough for a zombie apocalypse? 28 days later, mm. no money. Oh, no 28 money. days it's been since these people have been paid. Painful. That's the countdown. They should have a sit-in like they did at that factory in Chicago. Worked out well for them. Yeah, I guess it did, didn't it? Yeah. I don't know, man. This is just, this is not looking good. This has got to be like a PR nightmare Stargate now. Worlds is quickly becoming vaporware. It is. Day by day. You know, every time you take a look at this website... I'm just waiting for the announcement. Brad McQuaid swoops in to take over our situation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then we all know. Then we know. We'll all know then. You know, Cheyenne Mountain's actually not the only developers going through a similar situation. There's also a console developer called Factor 5. They made all the Rogue Squadron games on GameCube. Mm -hmm. They're having a similar situation where... They're just not getting paid, and they're working on these games that they're very excited about that previously Brash Entertainment was going to publish for them. But Brash is folded and is taking down its developers with it. And at one point, I think, in one story I read, some employees were told, yeah, you can keep staying here to try to work in this game and hope that it gets some funding again, but basically if you don't get paid by the end of this week, you should probably just go look for another job. I'm wondering why. Like, I'm wondering why this guy has, you know, who, whoever happens to be running this website hasn't just said "fuck it, I'm out of here." I wonder if he really is still working. I mean, how could you work a month like that without pay? You Doesn't must even make really sense. Really love your job. It depends on if you're living in your parents' basement or not. Oh, that's true. Mm. That is the ultimate magic solution. Yep. <laughs> Infinite fun fixes everything. Hey, if you want to. Uh, Start playing Age of Conan again. Uh, you can place an order and get a free snow mammoth. Snow mammoth? Yes. Tell me more. Climb aboard your fierce mountain ride onto the blood-covered battlefields where you will find nobody to battle against. <laughs> <laughs> battle on, Xena. Battle on. Uh, yeah, this offer is available from December onwards for all new registrations, so... Instead of trying to fix a lot of the other stuff, they're just adding this little band-aid. Well, no, that's not true. Cause that's not what this press release says. It says the Age of Conan experience continuously improves as updates, made, say, polish, They have and made additions. some fixes to some, some aspects Fired some of people, PvP. some more people in general. Now when yeah. your computer blue screens, a pleasant message will flash on the screen right before. <laughs> You'll see your, war ma- your, your snow mammoth. You'll Give see a, trumpet. You, a heroic pose of you astride your snow mammoth. Standing on the glistening I'm just wondering if they've even Hyboria. come close to fixing all of the, the crashing issues. That There's only one way you have to find out, Jason. No. Get your snow mammoth. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, no, I won't be getting a snow mammoth because there's no need for me to reorder the game. <laughs> no, dude, you need a new. You need a fresh <laughs> need a start. I would suggest a collector's edition. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Speaking about a old, tired, sad MMO to a new MMO that's going to uh, hit the market that everybody thought was vaporware, uh, Darkfall Online uh, now has a release date of January 22nd, where they're Dork going to... Dorkfall? It's actually called Dorkfall? No, it's Darkfall. <laughs> oh, Darkfall. Oh. Not Dorkfall. Mark has yeah. a lot of respect for the title. <laughs> Hi. I'm, we will I'm, be getting no PR goodies from them. I'm a raid boss from Dorkfall. I have a level 12 pocket protector. Um, Darkfall, for those of you who don't know, is is kind of going... 
old school with their game and their Ooh. you know it's going to be more hardcore Last PvP. Last time I heard that slogan, uh, more of a sandbox Vanguard. type game world apparently. Vanguard Two, also called Darkfall. <laughs> 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 um, is it know, free to play? Possible. Uh, I don't know. Mm. I don't know if there's a subscription involved or not. Well, let me ask you this it's question. It's going is it live in Europe on, on January 22nd. I'm not sure when the when it's going live uh, in the uh, States. Are you going to give this one a try, Jason? I don't think so. Not until I hear some more about it. Mm. it Mark? Know, it really doesn't appeal to me. I mean, I... I have I, my war and wow. I kind of like <laughs> the fact that they're, you know, maybe going a little more old school with with their design decisions. Sounds good on paper. It sounds good on paper, but rarely, I think, will it work. I mean, we saw what happened when, with Shadowbane. I think they tried to do something similar. Yeah. Um, and that just totally fell out completely on its ass. So. Yeah, because the graphics were I'm kind of leery on it. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I, I We can only hope that it becomes successful, because any new MMO that comes out that, you know, goes in the tank... Well, that's just a bad thing. Yep. But if the games aren't going in the tank, it's college students' futures and bright, hopeful careers. <laughs> the futures! Because the futures are coming to an end! They've prioritized World of Warcraft... Well, why not? ...over their education. At least, that's according to FCC Commissioner Taylor Tate. Hi, oh. I'm Taylor Tate. <laughs> Deborah sure, her parents had a, had a great time naming her that. <laughs> Deborah Taylor Tate. <laughs> Debbie. <laughs> she she had a, a speech on telecom policy recently on December 5th, and she said, With the explosion of educational resources available online, one might think parents would be 100% pleased with the Internet's role in their children's lives, but surveys show just the opposite. A late 2006 survey that showed 59% of parents think the internet has been a totally positive influence in their children's lives. It's down from 67% in 2004. You might find it alarming is bad. that one of the top <laughs> reasons for college dropouts in the U.S. is online gaming addiction, such as World of Warcraft, which is played by 11 million individuals worldwide. Well, that means 11 million people won't be gadgeting from college. Therefore, using her... Bad statistical skills. It's 11 million dropout college students. <laughs> yes. And as it turns out, there has been a study on World of Warcraft's impact on college students' grades. And th- this study was over was done over uh, the University of M- Minnesota Duluth. So in a report in the Duluth News Tribune, I accused one of them of coming in loaded from smoking dope. He looked so bad, Rapesh said. But the student had been up all night playing a computer game. And smoking dope. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they failed to mention. It was both. <laughs> the smell of stale Doritos on his breath. <laughs> well, you get the munchies, too, culprit. man. <laughs> yeah, and grades are falling. During freshman orientation this year, three of the 70 students Rapesh talked to in groups about computer use had been to counseling for problematic gaming. One, because he was too competitive to stop. <laughs> I tell parents during talks, I believe it's one of the hidden causes for kids to fall that fail that nobody knows about. So that must mean that since I'm becoming more competitive and Warhammer, 
You're something, doomed to fail. You're gonna like, something's gonna give you're gonna my lose life. your job. Fortunately, over. I've already graduated from college, so all I have to lose <laughs> is my job. But then after that, I can work at GameStop. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll have a career at GameStop. You and that for sure. Roid Rage guy, you can all work together at GameStop. Yeah, I don't awesome. think so. <laughs> Uh, oh, I be- actually, you know, the thing is that I believe to a certain extent, I mean, you do hear some of the horror stories about the the people who do get, like, so into these games where they just, you know, they lose their minds and they're like, yeah, you know, I don't need to go to, I don't want to go to class today. I'm going to play World of Warcraft all well, day. Well, it's so instead. easy once you start. To get to turn it off, it's it's difficult. You're like, I'd rather not do that. This is God knows these games are so much worse than being out all night drinking and doing all the other things. That yeah, you there's do in the college. positive moral spin that you can put on it as well. That's true. It's like you know, on one extreme, you have the people that say, "List your WoW credentials on your resume because as a guild leader or a red leader, <laughs> yeah, you see, are when, when for they start management, when they start and, making all the those stupid claims, uh, that's yeah." Uh, and then on the other end of the spectrum, you get the FCC commissioner doing some bad math and coming up with the it's destroying our college population. We're going to become the most uneducated country in the world because of this game that is not solely limited to the United States, nor well, whatever. But whatever. other countries, I, <laughs> other countries manage their online gaming addiction better than we do. I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> hey, we get it into an industry. Remember, we I think we had a report that Vietnam was the first to open up a oh yeah online gaming addiction gaming addiction uh, clinic. So hey, man, we're we're behind the times. We need to get more addicted. <laughs> we need, yeah, we just need some more addic- addictive addictive games out there. I guess to to bring this problem to the forefront, right? I think so. What's our last twig thing to discuss here? Well, Paul Barnett actually fesses up that a Realm vs. Realm contribution really is a sham. <gasps> uh, there was kind of a buzz about this uh, a week, you know, been brewing for a few weeks now where um, people were thinking, well, hey, you know, there's no way that this the contribution system is really working because... I've walked in the middle of of uh, you know a keep raid and basically well I shouldn't have really placed in the top five of the contribution system I ended up winning the whole dang thing you know that that would happen mm-hmm. on occasion apparently and and then sometimes people were saying hey I've I know for damn well sure I I was like one of the main damage dealers or whatever during this particular keep raid and I didn't get jack shit out of it. It was like I went to this keep raid and all I got was a you know, a stupid t shirt kind of deal. Yeah. <laughs> and with stupid You know, Warham you know, of course the developers were kinda mum on the entire situation for a while there. Um but now Paul Burnett comes out and he even throws one of his developers under the bus kinda in this YouTube video. That's well, not, great. I mean, it, it was actually kind of a good joke. You know, and the guy was, took it all with a, you know, grain of salt. It wasn't Friendly that, banter. It wasn't all that bad, but they, um, there was a piece of code that, uh, addresses the situation of a tie in a public quest and, and, you know, and the whole loot system there. It works fine for the public quest, but 
it's very rarely used. And when they moved this loot system over to those keep raids um, in, in the open realm versus realm part of it, the code just doesn't even work. It just stops working, apparently. And that's what screwed everything up, and, and they kind of fess up to it in the video, mm. uh, which was kind of funny. It was kind of a funny watch. So, anyway, uh, so everybody who thought that there was something totally borked about those you were right. those numbers, they were absolutely right. There was a glitch in the Matrix. There was a glitch in the Matrix this entire time, and you know, hopefully this is going to get fixed soon. Better damn well be. Cause Paul, Barnett, Paul Barnett fans rush to YouTube so you can see him in an office environment oh, wearing casual yes. clothes. <laughs> yes. Without the big white and I'm sure glasses. talking that wonderful accent of his. Hello, oh, Noah. Paul Barnett. What are you like about a meat pie? Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> Still pisses me off even if I like the game. <laughs> damn it. But do you like Led Zeppelin? No. I don't like Led Noah. Zeppelin at all. Come on, man. I don't like Led Zeppelin. Nor Pink Floyd. <gasps> we have some, some other some interesting news to hit this week, but we will save that for our next segment. And now it's time for Blog Osteria! Oh my god, no! It burns! In quadraphonic 8 track sound. <laughs> quadraphonic. <laughs> this week's Blog Osteria is brought to you in part by Kibbles and Bits. Oh. Kibbles and bits. <laughs> Kibbles and bits and bits and bits. Snossages. Mm, and snossages. <laughs> and. Sony Online Entertainment. Thank you, SOE. Bioware. Electronic Ooh. Arts. And Blizzard. And Blizzard. <laughs> they all bring us this blog of story this week because it was like this RMT announcement festival <laughs> for MMOs this week. It really was. It was crazy. Well, I want to do that. Oh, I want to do that, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I want to do that. Oh, That's kind of how it came down. Uh, it kind of started with SOE, who... Uh, Introduced Station Cash. <laughs> I, I just cash. like saying it like that. It has Station attitude. Station Cash. Yeah, it, it does. It does have attitude. <laughs> um, Station Cash is not a game currency system. It's an attitude. It's a way of life. <laughs> it's a way of life. I have cash. lots of attitude. <laughs> <laughs> it takes time to take gaming to a whole new... It's No, no. What's their announcement? It, it's time to take your gaming... To a whole new level. It's only money. It's simple and easy to do. (laughs) So basically, what it is, just like Microsoft points. Yeah. Except you're using it to buy character progress. Yeah, your abilities. Yeah, if it would be like Microsoft points, if they went directly to your achievement. Yeah, by achievements. Like, oh, I want the um, iron bladder or whatever, bladder of steel. Here's fifty dollars. Yeah, but no, this is this is shit. Sorry, 
I guess uh, we now know where I stand. So. <laughs> well, that was the shortest <laughs> argument we've ever had. Thank that you for listening. This concludes Blago's <laughs> um, The cat's out of the bag. So anyway, what home. SOE is offering, this involves... Right now, this only involves two games, EverQuest and EverQuest 2. Um, you can purchase items like um, fluff armor sets, uh, pets, uh, things that you can just... You know, put in your guild hall or your house or whatever, like pawn um, shop display cases. Mm-hmm. So yeah, pawn there's so there, there's cases. just the minor little fluff items there. But what they're also doing is they're also selling uh, potions um, that will include boosts like for health or for experience boosts. If you want to have like a you know an experience boost for a certain period of time while like you're the playing, shrines in Diablo two, mm-hmm. like health or Whatever. So, you can, you know, pay money for each of them. I'm not entirely sure how much cash each individual It doesn't matter, just matters is it's simple and easy to do. That's right. Well, see, that's the the beauty of why they they do these kind of things. And that's why, you know, the whole whole Microsoft points thing is so insidious, too, because they just make it so damn easy to do. Hey, I want to download a new song for Rock Band. Hell, they make it so easy. Just boom, input some points yeah. in there. Bam, you're done. Yep, it works. It is. It's too like well. It's like crack cocaine Didn't almost. So we say they would never do anything like this except for their designated servers. Right. Yeah. Well, they had like those uh, then, station exchange servers. Then they became crazy whores for money. Maybe well, wouldn't you? I mean, there's a lot of money. There could be a lot of money. Sure, there could be a lot Made of money out of, if you out of this. I could throw my ethics aside and go rob a Seven Eleven. There's money there course, too. When I, when I while I really take her to Keto's, they'd probably <laughs> think that I was a little odd. But you know, <laughs> to me, those are priceless. So hot on the heels of this announcement, uh, Shack News broke a rumor um, that sprouted up from an interview. With uh, John Riccicello, Riccicello, Electronic Arts CEO and mob boss, <laughs> and mob boss, according to me. <laughs> uh, although, yeah, I'm just making that up. But uh, anyway, the original story was posted. Uh, said uh, publisher Electronic Arts today classified BioWare's upcoming Star Wars MMO, The Old Republic, as a microtransaction-based title indicating that the game will include alternative financial models other than a subscription fee. We're continuing to stick to the plan relative to building out our direct-to-consumer models, which include microtransactions and subscriptions, uh, said John Richtichello in a conference call today. The recent launch of Warhammer is a great example of that. Other initiatives we've announced, for example, the Star Wars Online MMO, are... Mid-session games, which are microtransaction-based, he continued. You'll be hearing more about these in the February conference call. Uh, so, you know, the, of course, you know, they then they were, like, quick to come back and say, uh, Electronic Arts has responded to Shaq News, reiterating that, quote-unquote, no statements have been made about the Star Wars business model and mm-hmm. attributing Mr. Rick DeCello's comments to a misunderstanding. Oops. I don't know. I think I read what he said pretty clearly. Yeah, it's fairly clear. But once again, he's ahead of the right. rest of the That's company. That's true. 
That's true. Um, the bag. Hot on the heels of this announcement, Blizzard comes out with their uh, character recustomization. But they've been talking about option, this for a while. which they've been talking about yeah. for a while. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently now it's available, uh, where you can change an existing character's gender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can, yeah, so you can give your character a sex change if you want. That's gender quite the haircut. Face, skin color, other cosmetic features determined by his or her race and gender combination. And you may change the hair color, hairstyle, even select a new name if you want. That'd be good if you did a gender change. Apparently you cannot alter a character's race or class, though. Well, yeah, that'd be cheesy. Then you yeah, you can't turn your Torn into a into <laughs> a night elf or whatever. Yeah, you like level up as a hunter and then become a warrior at 80 or something like lame. that. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Let's take this all the way. Well, anyway, all of these microtransaction RMT uh, announcements, well, you can pretty much say that they caused a level 10 Blogosteria firestorm to rage Blood across quake. the interwebs. Meteor strike. We've got three different games to work with here, three different developers. Yeah, I mean, it was like one right after another. Fanboy suicides Dominoes. planned. Mass chaos. <laughs> Cats comments. and dogs living together. Hail bop. Hail bop. <laughs> Uh, so first comes and and this is comes courtesy of Keenan Grave, of course, who's been a repeat offender on our Blogosteria segment many times. Not due to their own merits, but just because we like to pick on them. True, true. Uh, of course, this starts out. I'll, I'll let you start it out since oh. I, I think you could read this first line the best, Noah. The the title or start from epic? Yeah, start from there. <laughs> epic yay. <laughs> Really? Microtransactions? Really? No, don't do it. I know 2009 is looking bad for you, and you're scratching titles left and right and oh, losing I money. I thought he was scratching something else left and right. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, this is the direction to take this amazing potential. This one is scratched off my list until I see John Richitello come to his senses and announce that Star Wars, The Old Republic, will be a AAA title not seeking to be a man microtransaction cash cow. I challenge anyone to point me to a game that was microtransaction-based and match the quality of the subscription-based game. Star Wars The Old Republic Strike Through Done. <laughs> That's exactly I... how that reads, by the way. <laughs> and as I browse the internet this evening, I come across another RMT channel. it's not channel. capitalized either. SOE apparently puts RMT on non-station exchange servers. Didn't they promise they would never do that? Oh, my bad. Smed considers RMT to be player-to-player only. What should we call it, then? RMT-ish. Update. Since Shack News updated their story, I'll update mine. They added this little piece. Electronic Arts just responded to Shack News, reiterating that no statements have been made about the Star Wars business model and attributing Mr. Richard Tell's comments to a misunderstanding. Sounds more like, oh crap, you let the cap out of the bag too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that, that's probably what that... I, I do agree with that last statement there. That, yeah. That's definitely yeah, I think, true. I think Rick yeah. Ticello has like an entire contingent that like follows him around and says, Whatever he said, just don't pay you attention didn't to that. It did not happen. You are not hearing this. Anyway, it was kind of funny. In, the, in this particular post, I actually had a little minor exchange with Keane about this. Until you were... Yeah, until I was silenced, of course. I said, you know, basically I told him, I said, I challenge anyone to not panic over this. Oh, wait, it's too late. Uh, 
And then I quote him, he says, Heck, I don't even consider that Guild Wars a MMORPG. You know, and I, I responded, I said, well, even though I've never touched it personally, millions would disagree with you there. Yeah. And it's true. Um, another comment that he made was, he says, "What? it's what the microtransaction has always meant when it comes to a game being developed and the quality never ever has an MMORPG ever been released with the microtransaction model and been anything but awful. Let's compare a game like MapleStory to EverQuest. And I basically told him, I said, fine, since we're into comparisons, let's compare any game that Bioware has released over the past five to six years to most MMORPGs that have been released over the past five to six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's compare apples to oranges. Right. Mm-hmm. Or... Something. And then he so, goes on and says, it ceases to be an MMORPG when the microtransaction system removes the fundamental soul behind the idea of immersion in a world based on the game's design for character progression slash advancement. And I kind of just called him out on it and said, I love this statement because it just tries to drudge up some kind of mob and incite people. Um, and then you were silenced. Well, and then apparently I was silenced because, well, he he responded to me. It's my blog. He says, you seek to refute my words with what could be when I'm backing my statements with what has been before. And also I've removed your Like I said, prove me wrong. Point me to an MMORPG with the scope and quality of a subscription-based game that uses microtransactions. Don't you think there's a reason why none exist? You, you know, you just need to re-log in as Jason 2, then Jason 3. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I tried to respond to this, but apparently I was I was banned. It was a rhetorical invitation. Yeah. <laughs> right. I challenge so you. actually, so here here is my, my retort. Uh, I will name some games now that are successful. Oh, I'll we're call about them, out of time. I'll oh. call them <laughs> Guild Wars, mm-hmm. EverQuest, EverQuest 2, <laughs> World of Warcraft, City of Heroes... Mm-hmm. Uh, all of these games at some point or other have uh, had microtransactions in them, and they are all relatively successful. I think we would all agree agree there, right? Well, I'm not sure about that World of Warcraft one. No, that's not successful by any stretch of the mm-hmm. imagination. Um, I, you know, I just think it's totally stupid. You know, I just don't understand, you know, how he thinks that you know these cannot possibly work. The fact is is that they can work and they're they're going to work. Yeah. And we're going to have to get used to them working because this is how it's going to end Some up being. Some of us might have that I have had with I have had ma- major issues with RMT in, in the past and I'm and I'm just starting to realize now that it's going to be unavoidable. Yeah. It's coming and it's going to it's going to happen and this is how they're going to do things. I mean, what other game other than World of Warcraft, is going to be able to survive any more these days without starting to think outside the box a little bit and and use something other than a you know a monthly subscription fee to get by. Well, I don't think it can happen. Just not make a crap game. It'll be fine. But I like the way I like it. If I like RMT, if it's cos- limited to cosmetic changes or cosmetic you know perks. That's like all it. well and good, but I don't know that they're going to even stop there, Mark. But a, po- a flask of plus experience or whatever. Is, that's starting that's, to take. That's starting to push it over the edge. That's though. way over. Yeah, over the line. Line crossed. Uh, it's kind of funny because Darren, 
Darren does, he's, he seems to think, you know, hey, why not? Why not take this even further? Uh, he says, what do I think about this move by uh, SOE? Well, so far, all microtransaction strategies employed by North American companies have been very short on substance. What I mean by that is that they mostly sell fluff items and they have very little or no gameplay impact other than the look-at-me factor. Sony Online Entertainment seems to be going the same route with this, most items sold in the store being a fluff variety, with some experience potions thrown in for good measure. For me, I won't be participating. I just don't see an advantage or value in doing so. I get XP potions for free from veteran rewards, and I can also get fluff items in-game already. So where is the value in any of these items offered in the store? Answer, for me, there is none. In order for there to be real value in my eyes... SOE has got to offer unique items that I can't get in-game already. They have to treat the store like one big persistent special world and or pre-order event. World and pre-order events usually offer very nice and unique appearance gear and items for a limited time lim- a limited time window with unique items, parts, fools with their money quite often. World and pre-order events are a proven model that gets customers into the door and why Sony isn't using that along with the store model is beyond me. I'm sorry to say this, but in order to offer real value, they al- they also have to offer items that affect gameplay. I'm not talking about armor and weapons. I'm talking mounts, housing, furniture, charms, pets that affect the world and game experience. If you're going to go RMT, then shit or get off the pot. <laughs> <laughs> There's... There's a risk associated when do, with doing this is SOE customers tend to be the most exposed, uh, tend to be like exposed nerves to any real or perceived injustice. Words slap in the face will be used often, but if Sony wants to be a leader with this model in future games, they might just have to slap a few faces to make it happen. So basically Darren's saying, you know, let's just take this the whole way. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to do this, why not actually start making some you know, game-altering incentives Mm. out there to start making making some real cash and making it, you know, so people will actually want to purchase this kind of thing. So he he wants to see them take it to the highest extreme. Yeah, apparently. Apparently so. Um, I don't know that I'm quite ready to go there yet with that. Um, you know, but then again, you know, you, you could see why they're wanting to do this. I mean, you, you could see, you could see in all the money that's being made off of downloadable songs from for Rock Band. Yeah, I oh, think yeah. they just announced that they have they had twenty eight million downloads. Jeez, uh, for Rock Band the other day. Man, that's pretty massive. You know, that's that's huge. You know, that's you're talking like two bucks a pop. Mm-hmm. Potentially for for a good majority of the songs out there. Well, you do the math. There's, you know, there's what f- that would mean fifty six million dollars just just off of your downloadable content right yep. there. You know, it's no wonder why Harmonix got that huge bonus not oh, too yeah. long ago. Yeah, I mean, because they're making money hand over fist with that particular model, and they're and that's why I think more companies are going to go that way. But how do you offer something? in an MMO that's comparable to a song for Rock Band, what would the price point be 
And what would it be? Would it be an extra dungeon for you to go through? It's five bucks. Right. That would be, I think, more equitable than something that's going to give me a stat boost. A temporary stat boost, maybe that would work. Just not something that... Additional mission packs. Yeah, I, I think for additional content. I think that's why Rock Band works so well. It's because, first of all, it's it's not too expensive, hence the micro part. Right. And right. it gives you more game content. It doesn't actually allow you to perform better or get better ratings when you go and play online. It just gives you more to do. And, and you know, it's worked on me. I'll tell you that much. I think I've probably got more downloadable songs than most people do out you there. a lot, yeah. I have quite a bit. I'm a crack addict when it comes to those <laughs> to those damn songs, I tell you. And with Star Wars, I could see them easily doing that with Knights of the Old Republic. Think of an old Knights of the Old Republic game. Maybe they just lock off a certain building that you have to pay to get access to, and it gives you a bunch of quests that you can do on your own and helps you change your alignment or whatever. I love uh, this post from... Uh, uh, Milmoth, uh, his blog is uh, Killed in a Smiling Accident. Uh, he says, Bioware is stressed that the game will be about story and that your character will make choices and be able to affect how NPCs react to you. As we all know, Bioware uh, role-playing games, we all know that this is most likely going to be done through conversation paths where you hear the NPC say something and then you pick one or three or so options in response. Usually the responses follow the lines of I'm a good guy statement, I'm a ambivalent fop statement, or I'm an evil bad guy grr statement. <laughs> Which is true. They they totally do that. Mm-hmm. And now, a microtransaction charge will be made every time you make a dialogue decision. This <laughs> also ties in nicely to the management bullshit bingo full house term mid-session game because you now get nobbled for payment in the middle of each session of play. Accept a quest payment. Ask for a reward payment. Tell a random passerby that you don't want to rescue their pet space Star Wars animal that's stuck in a tall Star Wars vegetation because you're an evil bad guy. Grr, grr, payment. <laughs> I thought that was kind of fun. I, I think just the, the notion that, that it would be hilarious if they charged you for more dialogue options because that's what they're known for. Oh yeah. Yeah. For their for their rich quest their risk their rich quest uh line there. <laughs> that that cracks me up. Um yeah, there's just there's been like quite a bit of gnashing of teeth about this. Uh, a lot of people are just freaked out. They're saying, "Oh, I was totally looking forward to this game and now I'm never going to buy it again." Yeah. I just can't do it. You know, it's totally going to fail. You know, and I just, I don't, I don't understand it. I think, you know, what I think probably end up happening most likely is, is they're going to, there, there is going to be a monthly subscription, but on top of that, I think all these games are going to go this route. There's going to be a monthly uh, subscription. On top of that, then there's going to be microtransactions that will... Yeah, I definitely think it's going to have to be a combination, just because these games, they become more technologically advanced and they require more advanced teams to provide technical support. People are going to... I think they've reached the ceiling of how much people will pay on a monthly basis for an MMO subscription fee. They know they probably can't get away with 20 bucks a month, for instance, uh-huh. for a subscription fee, but they can offset that 
by offering really cool stuff as a microtransaction. It's true. It's true. I mean, look at, you know, again, all you have to do is look at what they've done with with Rock Band. You know, you're going to pay for the game. Not only that, but if you want to play on Xbox Live service, you have to pay Xbox Live. you got to pay extra money for all these additional songs. Yep. You know, it's the whole nickel and dime thing. Mm-hmm. And stacks up. It all stacks up after a while. And that's why these games, you know, they're going to make cash hand over fist because of it. They're just going to lose their soul somewhere along the way. <laughs> lose their souls. <laughs> Mark, you apparently be on the side, you're on the side of, you know, no RMT ever. Well, if, if it's a subscription game, then no. I feel like mm, they're already sucking my blood dry with the subscription fee. That's pretty good money. Uh-huh. It's, plus, you know, they have expansions. You pay for those. The game itself, you pay for that. So it's none of the RMT is going to... It doesn't appear to add any content or anything to make the game more pleasant for me, you know, except for maybe I can change my character's hair around or something like that. We can get a full sex change, which has always or been your full, dream. Well, or, yeah. Right? <laughs> I've got to live my life as I meant to be, but... My name is it, Marcella. It's, Marcella. If it's a game that's free to play and they have RMT, I'm kind of more okay with that than if it's a, a hybrid subscription RMT model. Do you I've, think that... I've, much like City of Heroes and the towards the twilight of my playing in it became this just, how can we milk you for money fest... Yeah. It's like I, I've already been a loyal subscriber for since the game's beta, or you know, since I could subscribe, I've been a subscriber. Mm-hmm. Well, why do I have to pay for you know these little dorky perks? May, may I, okay, let me ask you another question. Do you think that a game's quality will suffer? Like, say, do you think that if if Bioware decides to make Star Wars? Uh, the Old Republic, a free-to-play MMO, but based on, with microtransactions in it, will make the quality of the game any less than, um, say, World of Warcraft. I don't think I, I don't think I have enough information to make that. I think that's just a it's just a payment model. It's I don't think it's really pertinent to the quality of the game. Well, getting back to the example you were just citing, City of Heroes, Mark. I'd much rather see an MMO put its cards on the table at the beginning and say, we're going to do microtransactions yeah. rather than start out with a subscription fee and then add in microtransactions later on. That's right. And that's kind of what I was think where I was going with that. Yeah, you summed it up nicely. When, when you change your model like that, it just cries out desperation. Yeah. We're, we're going to die. Yeah, and the <laughs> so subscription model works, you know, unless you have no subscribers. Well, but like if the you other have no subscribers, why, why would you think you're going to have RMT? I mean, profit, right? I mean, you're not... Or not profit, but revenue. If you don't have people playing the game, <laughs> you're not going to make, you know, any money. And if you make it free to play, I don't think that necessarily, you know, as like a last-ditch effort, we're going to go free to play. Yeah, know. yeah. I Very think common. most people would really kind of look at it and go, well, that's not the place I want to be. Mm-hmm. So. Do we have any other tasty blogs on this topic? Um, have you been banned from any other blogs? Oh, not not yet. Not yet. I'm still working on it, though. Um, okay, your comments are so out of line on Keena Grav. <laughs> yeah. I mean, good Lord. Um, I, I found another blog called uh, Tish Tosh Tesh. 
I don't know. Is it John Tesh? I don't know if he's like, yeah, I don't know if it has anything to do with John Tesh or not. It could be. It it could be. Um, He he talks about how uh, apparently they misrepresented the facts about the whole Star Wars uh, subscription model. He says, so now they misrepresented the facts and are pulling back from a semi-controversial comment. Wimps, since when did electronic arts give a flying fans fagella about uh, PR? This is the company that actively abuses its customers, all in the name <laughs> of anti-piracy, of course. Oh, yes. Political parallels? Nope, not here. This is not the country you are looking for. They're also publicly traded and utterly beholden to their shareholders. Some of these investors might actually be paying attention to the market, which has actively abused subscription-based MMOs by anyone who isn't Blizzard, and an economy that is rapidly approaching Depression-era level meltdown. In a world where MapleStory is profitable, but Age of Conan and Warhammer are floundering, microtransactions make sense. I'd actually suggest a dual-currency model where purchasable items are cosmetic or frivolous rather than gameplay-altering, but such a common-sense moderate plan has just no place in the rabid fanboy world of the Internet. Players are demanding another failure based on the subscription business model, all while whining that World of Warcraft is awful and that there's no innovation in the in the genre. You know who's to blame for that? Yep, the idiots who complain about innovation and who keep their World of Warcraft subscription alive. It's the economy, stupid. Then again, when the U.S. is behind Croatia and Liechtenstein in mathematic comprehension, I guess this shouldn't surprise me. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. As Keanu would say. Oh, I know. Kung Fu. Or whatever. Klaatu. Rana. <laughs> Nikto. I knew you were going to pull that out. <laughs> well, it's coming. You haven't so. seen it. It's tomorrow. I know. It's not in the I don't, movie. I don't plan on seeing it. It's not in the movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not in the movie. Well, see. That's why we need you to say it. Imagine this. The reimagined Day the Earth Stood Skill. Still stood still stood still stood still is not actually a a good uh oh what's it's not it's not words words do not come to me help me co-hosts help me a movie it's not a good it's, movie it's no it's not um <laughs> it's not true to the original they're not gonna oh. they're not gonna keep all the oh. all the dorky stuff they're they're trying to they're going off the rails that's only crazy cameras there. Keanu in, in his mad acting, acting skills. I've defeated acting. And bass player of Dogstar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. That was a tangent. Anything, it was a tangent. Anything else in the blogosteria? Or <laughs> achievement <laughs> Oh, there's plenty. Given or? There was plenty. Yeah, I don't think I've seen this many blog entries for a topic in a long time. I know. There are just way too many to mention. Of course, it helps when there's a trifecta of similarly related... No, it'd be cool to make a little app that would um, take, like, the world, like, the globe, mm. and then figure out, like, the IP address of all of these blogs, which would be easy enough. And then, of course, most of them are probably on, like, Blogspot, but <laughs> but then, like, to, to like, show, like, the connections the going happen. around the world as people <laughs> commenting and stuff. We'll have, like, oh little, we'll have, like, little nuclear <laughs> yeah, little symbols explosion. going off. Like, a blog explodes, right. and then there's all these little lines connecting. That would be kind of cool. That would be cool. 
I don't know. It's a very polarizing topic. I think, for the most part, a lot of people are either on one side of the fence or the other, and they're all pointing to each other from the other side going, You're wrong! You're so fucking wrong! And the fence is apparently razor sharp because no one's straddling it. No, there is not a lot of straddling going Mm -hmm. on there. If any of our listeners, if you have a stance on one of these three RMT stories... Or if you just have a general opinion about whether you think RMT's the wave of the future, whether we like it or not, and why that's a good thing or a bad thing. Or the devil. Or fail. RMT's the devil. Fail, Send us an email to mail at channelmassive.com. Or a Skype voicemail to channel.massive.skype. Channel.massive.skype. Or an Ogvorbis or MP3 contribution to I mail at channelmassive.com. <laughs> mail channelmassive.com. M-A-I-L. There we go. We want to hear you. We want to hear your screams and whines. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week.